Guys, I'm in a weird position this week where I wish Edward was at my house because oh, something like... bit me and I'm having oh. a very strong reaction to it and I need a vampire to suck out the venom. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Hannah, Hannah, is it a hobo spider? <laughs> I don't know. It certainly could be. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Midlight Crisis, a real podcast hosted by three grown adults revisiting books from our teens, and it's totally cool, and the coolest, absolutely coolest part of today's episode is that we finished both the books we were reading. Finally! (laughs) Yay! Last chapter of Midnight Sun and Twilight. Oh, man. It's... Uh, I've never been so happy to reach the end of an ebook ever before. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's a relief. <sighs> yes, but before we get into that and all the relief, let's introduce ourselves. <laughs> so my name is Sophie, and as always, I have a randomly generated YA title today, and it's pretty great. I'm not going to lie. My randomly generated YA title for today is The Hymn of Octopuses and Houseplants. Oh, man. <laughs> right? That's awesome. I, yeah, I'm on like, board with that. Really awesome. Yeah. It's also got like the alliteration between him and houseplants, which I really like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes it sound like a real book title. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who are you guys? My name is Sam and my YA title of this week is My Spoonful of Stars <clears throat> and Sloths. <laughs> Ooh, that's cute. Yeah. Right? That's cute. Spoonful of stars and sloths to help you sleep at night. (laughs) That feels more like a kid's book. 100%. Like one of those ones that has like little fur patches and like jingly parts. Yeah, Yeah. like a baby book. (laughs) It's got glitter on the stars in the sky and then you get to Mm -hmm. pet the sloth with the little furry part. The fur has moss on it and that's how you know. Algae? Algae. Algae. (laughs) Algae. And I am Hannah, and my randomly generated YA title for today is actually the academic degree I'm going to get by the time we're finished with this podcast. Oh. And it is A Masters of Warriors in Midnight Sun. No! (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know we were going to read the Warriors books, but apparently we are. (laughs) Oh man, I haven't read those books. Me neither. What we're doing next. <laughs> yeah. Definitely we're reading a thousand warriors. Oh books. god. <laughs> There's so many of them. I'm so intimidated. Can't wait to learn more about Bramble Pelt. Um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, why don't you guys tell us what last final definitively ended thing happened in the epilogues of Midnight Sun and Twilight? Gladly. Yay. <laughs> So your Twilight summary, your last one, is Bella's out of the hospital and she's all dressed up and ready to begrudgingly go to the prom. Yay! Though she does think she's actually being taken to her vampire transition ritual, but nobody tell her! So Edward and Bella go to the prom, Jacob comes to interrupt, and then the book ends with Edward and Bella kissing, where I can assure you... Edward's mouth is very wet. Dry. It's so it's dry. Very wet. It's dry. It's drier so than the wet. Sahara Desert. It's so wet that like that kiss is just one of those like sloppy no. dripping kisses. Nope. Yep. Nope. 
It's Absolutely so dry, not. it sucks the moisture out of Bella's mouth, nope. and both of them are dry now. Yeah. Nope, nope, there's so much venom in Bella's mouth. So no. much. Nope. Yep. Nope. Oh, Edward's been sucking to... on desiccant packs. Yeah. I'm imagining, you know the sound that, like, snakes make? That, like, very dry sound of their scales rubbing against each other? That's what I'm imagining when Edward No, it can't happen, Bella. Sophie, because Edward's mouth is wet doesn't make any sense there's no pores in it this is a democracy and sam is outnumbered all right midnight sun's epilogue covers the same grand as twilight but not just that we also get edward's summary of bella's time in the hospital and their subsequent return to forks he reveals that renee just like peaced out before bella was even discharged charlie likes carlisle and alice but rightfully hates edward and Alice is prepped and ready to do some insider trading on Netflix when it finally starts streaming in 2007. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, Edward is still making Bella's decisions for her because it's really important for her to be able to make the choice, but like, not really. Mm-hmm. And that's that. What a book, you guys. <laughs> Before we get into all of us complaining about Edward, oh. my actual question, because I don't remember spoilers i don't remember any of the other books (laughs) do you think that adding all this extra stuff before where we like open in twilight is stephanie meyer like trying to explain how bella and alice actually got to be good friends maybe i was wondering that yeah it seems like that's really the only purpose yeah yeah because in the twilight epilogue a lot of assumptions are made like oh alice and bella are hanging out Charlie is really mad at Edward and none of that is weird like it doesn't mm-hmm. not make sense to me but I'm wondering if in New Moon are Alice and Bella like BFFs and maybe people were like when did that happen they're definitely BFFs at some point but I don't remember when that happens they also have all that time in the hotel yeah like it never struck me as weird if no, I'm remembering correctly thinking that Alice and Bella were really good friends yeah Because it's just like in the Midnight Sun epilogue here, Edward explicitly says, it's like Alice and Bella were now suddenly best friends, just like Alice's thing foresaw. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, is that the only reason we added all of this? (laughs) At first I was like, okay, that's a little bit of a cop-out. And then I was thinking about friendships that I have, especially like, with you two where it's just like yeah we didn't know each other and then suddenly we were like bffs and i really don't remember the transitional period yeah it's <laughs> so <true laughs> it's point. actually a pretty accurate depiction of how <laughs> friendship happens yeah <laughs> your best friends yeah. yeah it's a great point it is an excellent point one thing that i found uh horrifying i guess about like the added stuff in Midnight Sun is Edward just like offhandedly mentions how he relives the one perfect day that he and Bella had together. And I was like struck (laughs) once again by like the horrifying realization that they have been on one single date. (laughs) Yeah, a single date. If you discount the ravioli in Port Angeles, which I do because stalking isn't a date, they have gone on one date. And then Bella met Edward's family and got chased by a vampire and assaulted in a ballet studio. And now they're in love forever. Well, to be fair, they fell in love before all of that. True. So not even that long. They were in love after a day. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. At least this point, it's been more than three days. It's That's been true. 
a few weeks. Yeah. It seems like, like it. How long does it take to get out of a real cast into a walking cast? I didn't have a leg one, but I had the arm cast for five weeks before it got taken off. Especially with like how bad her injuries were. I'm assuming she would have to be in a cast for at least a month. And like that's on the low end, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, they're going to prom. Yeah. I assume prom oh, is at yeah. the end of the school year. I just don't remember what part of the school year it was before. Me neither. It was spring break when they were in the ballet studio. Oh, yeah. So if it's prom now, oh. that's been like two months-ish. March okay. to June-ish. It's almost three months. I feel like there's that can't be right. <laughs> some time <laughs> issues here. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no. <laughs> Guys. It's been so long since I've hated Edward with this much intensity. Right? He's awful. Like, last chapter, he was starting to be terrible mm -hmm. again. And this chapter, he's just so, so awful. So bad. I think I groaned aloud three times and I had to put the book down once. <laughs> yeah. And especially, like, we've talked about this before, but reading Midnight Sun has made Twilight worse. Yes. Because... Yes. In the Twilight chapters, you have no idea that Edward is, like, intending to run off in New Moon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you get a sense that he's still like, oh, man, I'm a monster. Stay away from me. Mm -hmm. But you don't understand the extent to which he means to just, like, absolutely disappear. Yeah. yeah. But in Midnight Sun, he explicitly says that in the previous chapter. Like, he's like, I'm just going to stick around till Bella is healthy again, and then I'm gone. Mm -hmm. And so it makes the epilogue here, even in the Twilight chapter, so much worse. Oh, yeah. So bad. Mm -hmm. Because he's wildly territorial over Bella. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Even knowing that, like, in a month he's going to be gone. He basically tells Tyler to, like, never come talk to Bella ever again. Mm -hmm. And in the Midnight Sun chapter, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be gone in six weeks or whatever. And, like, what killed me about that chapter was that there was a line at one point where he's, like, it isn't right for him to be making Bella's decisions. Like, when that's all he f***ing does, I'm just yep. like, yep, f***ing tool. And he says that about his, like, reaction to Tyler. He's like, I don't really have the right to be making the decision to, yeah. like, tell Tyler to stay away from Bella. She can make her own choices. And I'm like... Literally, the only choice you're going to let her make is which boy she talks to after you leave. Like, not, you know, her own life. Yeah. yeah. The cognitive dissonance of Edward yeah, yeah. is just too much. There's several points where I'm just like, within a couple paragraphs, the cognitive dissonance is wild. Yeah. yeah. But the, I don't even know what it is, page two in Midnight Sun, <laughs> <laughs> the epilogue <laughs> chapter. <laughs> Edward is saying me and Alice cooked up, or Alice mainly, but then he helped cooking up this plan to, like, get Bella to go to prom. Mm -hmm. And he says Alice's motivations were 70% selfish because she really wanted to, like, dress Bella up and, you know, have this fun makeover time. Yeah. And he's like, mine was only about 10%. And then in the next paragraph, he says, I had a vision Ugh. where I saw... Bella telling her kids one day 
that she never went to prom and they were like man Bella's so boring and he's like <laughs> I want to have a memory of Bella going to prom and it's like that's 100% selfish you're not mm-hmm. even saying like she would want this memory yeah. like she pretty clearly says that she doesn't want the memory of going to prom she starts crying <laughs> when she finds yeah. out they're going to prom oh, she's like so angry that she starts crying and I'm like yes Bella hold on to this anger it's <laughs> yeah. like don't let him walk all over you oh my god and then even at the end after when he's like oh that wasn't so bad was it and she's like no but it's because you were there right which is like mm-hmm. the whole point you're not supposed to force your partner into doing things they hate because you think it's best for them the whole point is you're supposed to do stuff together that you both like and if yeah. Bella's like I hated prom the only part I liked about it was that you were there then it's like then don't f-ing take her to prom <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe just like hang out and watch a movie or something yep like something you would both enjoy listen to music yeah. and Edward can wax poetic about right acoustic guitars or whatever he's into walk to the meadow again i don't f-ing know like yeah literally yeah. anything yeah although she hated that too because it was a hike so edward <laughs> maybe true. just like take bella to a bookstore <laughs> seriously Ooh. it's the only thing she's admitted to liking <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> a normal quote-unquote teenage experience includes prom doesn't mean that everybody's teenage experience includes prom yeah get bent edward especially I uh, I got mad every two seconds but especially when he says Bella's kids are gonna think like man my mom never did anything interesting as a teen and it's like I what there there's no metric for like what is and isn't interesting to have done Bella being like oh yeah I went to like this beach party you know like in this book alone there are things that you can be like yeah that was pretty outside of what I normally do you know like I moved halfway across the country to like yeah. move in with my dad for the first time. That's a pretty intense thing That's... that you can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't have to have these like huge dramatic moments to have had an interesting life. <laughs> no. That's what I tell myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> hey, did you guys notice that in Twilight prom is held in the gym? And then Midnight Sun yeah. prom is held in the cafeteria. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, really? Wait, no, I didn't yeah. catch that. No. <laughs> no. Oh my god, actually? Yeah. Oh my I was god. Like, mm. oh, Classic. No. I thought you were gonna comment on like, oh my god, the prom was held at a uh, the gym, whereas like most proms are held elsewhere, but I did not catch that. At oh all. my god. Now that you mention it though, you're right, because there's the part in Midnight Sun where he's like, all the tables had been moved, and I didn't uh-huh. even think about the fact I... that it was in the gym. <laughs> Me neither. I had to go double check because I was like, I could have sworn prom was in the gym. Why are they in the oh, cafeteria? No. Midnight Sun, a quality read. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. Also, there's no way in hell that if this prom is like a school sanctioned activity held in the school. That Alice and Rosalie would yep. be allowed in with the outfits they're described as wearing. Alice is wearing a dress with like a bunch of huge cutouts that show her milky skin or some shit like that. And then Rosalie's apparently is backless and a v-neck that goes all the way to her waist. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't go to an American public school. I went to a Canadian Catholic school where I would not have been allowed <laughs> anywhere near the building in a dress with no back or front. 
do you want to know what the uh, dress code is for Grand Forks Public Schools? I, 100% I would love do. to know that. Please tell us. <laughs> okay. They're actually not as extensive as some. They're pretty like vague, which is sometimes worse because they're like, just be modest. And it's Ugh. like, shut up. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> but the specific ones that were like specifically mentioned were no clothing with rips or holes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was <Okay>. literally first. <laughs> The next one was no clothing or makeup that draws excessive attention to an individual student, which I hate that. How do you even <laughs> yeah, define that? Yeah, that you could point at literally anything. Yeah. If yeah, I was wearing a so yellow big. t-shirt, you could be like, that actually draws excessive attention to yourself. And then the other one was low cut shirts. So mm. <laughs> I guess they don't specifically say low cut dresses. Man, mm. there wasn't anything there about spaghetti straps. Or like your skirt having to be five fingers or whatever. Exactly. They didn't put anything specific, but there was a sentence that was like, anything that distracts the other students. It's like, Ugh. shut uh. the hell up. <laughs> like, sorry that I had big boobs in high school and everything I wore distracted the other students. I had to wear blouses with my school uniform. And I, even more so in high school than now, was like overweight and had huge boobs. So none of my shirts fit because it was a uniform <laughs> and mm-hmm. the big shirts were not quite big enough to cover my boobs. So there was just like a giant gap in my buttons, no matter what I did. Oh, that's the worst. Mm-hmm. Catholic school. Everyone yep. look at my tits. <laughs> yep. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Is this indecent? Because there's nothing I can do about it. Oh, yeah, God. I was like, you asked for this. So none of them, not even Bella would have been allowed in. This is nope. the end of the story. No. I think Stephanie Meyer has a picture of the dresses on her website somewhere. I'll have to try to scrunch them up. But anyway, should we talk about why Bella thought she was getting made over? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Did either of you, uh, you both remembered the book better than me. Did either (laughs) of you not expect her to say, I thought I was going to get turned into a vampire? I had forgotten that she thought that, but then like once I started reading and she wasn't expecting to go to prom. I was like, oh, because she thinks she's going to be turned into a vampire. I 100% thought she was going to be like, I thought we were getting married. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, I, no. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> no, I, I full on knew it was like, oh, she thinks she's getting turned into a vampire. Honestly, because that's all I could think of with like, why else would they be getting fancy if not to go to prom? Yeah. I was like, what would Bella think? They were getting married? What else do people get fancy for? <laughs> Apparently getting turned into a vampire. Apparently. <laughs> Like, she knows how, well, she knows how Alice got turned, right? Yeah, she knows it's a painful and therefore presumably (laughs) non-glamorous prospect. Yeah. I feel like that must be an example of wishful thinking. I got, like, so much secondhand embarrassment, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's probably gotta be part of the reason why she starts crying, because she's embarrassed that she was so wrong. That's what I would do. If yeah, I made, like, a big fair. assumption. Also because she's probably, like, super disappointed that it's prom and not to be yeah. a vampire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bella also knows that Edward is being cagey. Mm-hmm. When she was in the hospital, it's stated that she's like, stay with me. And she means forever. And Edward yeah. knows she means forever. Yeah. And he answers, like, non-committally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So... She's probably also, you know, upset the way you get upset when you think things aren't going right. <laughs> yeah. It's like all of the worst Edward really comes out 
in the epilogue because like god forbid we have a nice peaceful ending (laughs) to this book (laughs) (laughs) i just went right back to hating him so much yeah oh man so i decided to look up like you know how in victorian times flowers all had like meanings yeah Mm -hmm. like there was like a whole secret flower language depending on which flowers you put in a bouquet to give to someone or whatever and i was like edward's from oh yes yeah so i was like i wonder what freesia means because he brings specifically Uh he mentions freesia to bella i think that's also the smell he equates her blood to though at some point i looked it up it doesn't seem to be like a super common one. Like it's not in a bunch of the main flowers that people gave around. But yeah. as far as I can tell, Frisia means friendship or innocence. Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, you, Edward. Oh, I mean, she's so pure. She's so pure. That's the thing. And so I went on this like horrible spiral where I was like, man, <laughs> it's just Edward can't handle the thought of Bella not being pure anymore. Mm-hmm. which is I didn't even think of so creepy it's the idea that like he's not going to even consider the fact that she could become a vampire even when she was dying he would rather she died than turn into a vampire oh my god right guy. and i'm like this is horrible i hate this man so much i hate him so much i hate him so much it's so many red flags so many it like makes me wonder how much of that is intentional yeah because I, I, I feel like you're supposed to like edward is yeah. the problem but he is so incredibly unlikable in this book yeah. that like is 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 it supposed to be like sexy that he's possessive and controlling and like has so many red flags he could sail an armada with it yeah he's always like contradicting it too yeah, and he, he, especially in the epilogue, he makes it very clear that he is not okay with Bella talking to any boy who isn't yeah. in his family. Yeah. Yeah. Bella starts sitting with them in the cafeteria at lunch, sitting with the Collins. And he says, I didn't like that she was becoming alienated from her former friends. I was like, yeah. I, yes, you, you do. You, yeah, you <laughs> literally chased all of the boys away. You don't like any of her friends. You actively hate all of them, except for Angela, whose only personality traits are good and quiet. (laughs) Yeah. The contradictions he's creating here are, like, exactly how you get trapped into an abusive relationship. Yeah, exactly. Because they give you these parameters that you can meet. Like, hey, I don't want you talking to any boys. And you're like, okay. But then in doing so, you don't talk to any of the girls because, like everyone's been scared off and then it's like well now like why don't you have any friends you know yeah (sighs) yeah it's so textbook emotional abuse yep Mm -hmm. that i'm having a hard time believing that it's not intentional but then also having an equally hard time trying to figure out why it would be intentional yeah i don't i don't understand what i'm supposed to take away from yeah. any of this <laughs> oh my god when she cries he says you're being ridiculous right oh my god it oh. made me so mad oh my I'm god so mad. Like, ah. the, the whole chapter is just a trigger warning for emotional abuse survivors like it's just yeah it's so bad the other big one is jacob comes up to ask bella if he can have a dance so that mm-hmm. he can tell her 
Billy's warnings to mm-hmm. break up with Edward and stay away from him. Mm-hmm. And while Edward is like listening to Jacob's thoughts about it, he's like, Billy and whatever he insulting thing he calls them, like the old wolves or whatever. Yeah. Probably doesn't say wolves because can't foreshadow that much. Yeah. <laughs> but he says, like, oh, they're determined to turn us into monsters. And like Two paragraphs later, he says, "Like I, Bella, I don't want to turn you into a monster. Like, <laughs> like, like, you, pick one, what? Edward. Pick one. Yeah, you're either a monster happening? or you're not. Like, it's the same know. thing earlier where he doesn't seem to think his family members are monsters, but he thinks he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like, it's just uh, Edward needs so much help, <laughs> so much therapy, right?" Like, I can understand not having an accurate self-perception, because that's something that I struggle with as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, not to the point of gaslighting and abusing people I care about. <laughs> yeah, yep. no. Obviously, people who are suffering can also then abuse other people. Mm-hmm. It's not like you get a free pass out of being shitty if you're in a shitty mental state. Yep. Yeah. But, like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, Edward. Yeah. You need to stop. It's like he doesn't even realize that his thought processes and his actions are inappropriate and unacceptable. Yeah. Like, he seems to think that this is all fine, that he self-flagellates to this degree and also is overly controlling of Bella. So terrible. guy. Okay. Just to move slightly to the side of this. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. As the only person who historically, once upon a time, when I was 17 years old, was on Team Jacob. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just want to talk about how not shitty Jacob was in this chapter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially comparing him to Edward, who's being like an absolute tool. <laughs> yup. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the way Jacob is not making a huge deal out of the fact that Bella chose Edward over him. He's like, he straight up tells Bella, like, I'm interested in you, but doesn't put pressure on her to break up with Edward or be like, you should date me instead. He's Mm -hmm. super uncomfortable that Billy has essentially sent him to tell Bella to break up with Edward. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I can't even like say the rest of this. It's too much. I'll just leave. Yeah. And even the parts where Edward is reading Jacob's mind, he's like, Jacob doesn't want to overstep. So he's like asking if he can cut in for a dance. He's like respecting Bella. <laughs> yeah. Twilight Jacob is wonderful. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Especially when compared to Edward in Twilight oh and Midnight Sun. <laughs> but like preface yeah. that with only Twilight Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. Only Twilight Jacob. He gets, Exactly. He also gets pretty pretty bad they're both awful is the problem yeah both awful yeah that's why we're (laughs) i'm not reading new moon again (laughs) no we're just gonna leave it here (laughs) we're gonna convince you we're gonna find a way to make you read new moon (laughs) (sighs) i don't want to don't you want to biologize the werewolves no i I kind of do maybe maybe a little bit maybe a little bit (laughs) maybe a little bit I do. I want to talk about the little pouch they create for their pants. 
Oh my god. I feel like <laughs> I feel like the problem with reading New Moon is that it's gonna make me open the fan fiction I wrote in two thousand and eight <laughs> oh. where I was like, and Bella gets therapy and then she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> On a different note, Sophie. Uh oh. <laughs> is oh, Edward no really a thousand times stronger than bella <laughs> did you math it i need to know i did not math it damn it that's okay <laughs> i thought about it but i was like i don't even know where to start <laughs> i was thinking yeah. back to the meadow scene because i thought we figured out or you figured out not we um how... none of this we business <laughs> yeah i was like i did not math that <laughs> i thought you figured out like when he threw the the tree trunk like how strong he was and then i was like wait could we compare that to an average human to see if he was really a thousand times stronger than bella let me just super quick check my notes i thought i couldn't actually figure out i also tried to do that one and couldn't figure it out that might yeah that might be the correct thing yeah <laughs> i mean i guess we could probably now find out how strong edward is if we look up uh the average i don't know bench press of an untrained 17 year old girl and then multiply that by a thousand but and be like could someone punch a hawthorn tree in half or whatever he did (laughs) (laughs) yeah if they had that much strength Mm -hmm. in relation to that i did have to look up something from a previous chapter oh and i was so sad to realize it was all the way back in chapter nine was the last time i had a qualifier to add to the word vampire (laughs) Oh, man, it's oh. been a while. It's been a while. Edward, it turns out, doesn't really refer to the, himself as something vampire that often. Huh. Oh. Because in this chapter, when Jasper and Alice and Rosalie and Emmett are dancing, mm-hmm. Edward calls them showboating vampires. <laughs> so He does. Yeah, so to just tag that on to the previous stuff we had... We now have stupid, unreliable, creepy, obsessive, showboating, guardian, vampire, stalker. Love it. Not. That's that's all the things. I, yep. That's a pretty succinct summary. <laughs> it's a it pretty is. Pretty succinct yeah. summary. <laughs> of Edward as a thing. <laughs> yeah, this is the summary of Midnight Sun. Yeah. Is that. <laughs> I also had to look something up, but it, it was vocabulary. I came across a word I didn't know. Midnight Sun. Oh. oh. And it's mean, M I E N. Edward says that Bella's mean changed. And I was like, the fuck is that? Mean. I Googled it and hit the pronounce button. I would have said, um, mean. Oh. And it's a person's look or manner, especially one of a particular kind indicating their character or mood. Oh. So it's basically expression, but a fancy word for it. A very fancy word. So, mean. New vocabulary here at the end of Midnight Sun. And the twilight of this novel. Uh, (laughs) They said said it. They did. This was the chapter where he said twilight. They said it many times. It's the end of something. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully she she doesn't write any more books after twilight. (laughs) Well, we already know that she's, you know... She's mentioned a few others yeah. that we have to read, I guess, if they come out now that we've made this our brand for some reason. Did you did you guys know that Twilight doesn't just mean nighttime? It's also the morning time? Wait, what? Is it? 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Twilight huh. Twilight is in between sunset and dusk and also between dawn and sunrise. Really? It's huh. both. So Twilight is not just an end and Edward. It's start. But it's the end new of day. the night. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably important that it's the end and also the start of the day. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, it's super deep and meaningful. Mm-hmm. I liked the fact that Edward like looks off into the distance all contemplatively and says, Twilight again in Midnight Sun. And I was like, yeah, no kidding. Twilight <laughs> yeah. again? <laughs> it happens every day again, Goofus. It's like, I already did Twilight and now we're doing Twilight again. <laughs> but from Edward's perspective. No. <laughs> I wonder if they say Twilight again, again in Life and Death. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Twilight a third time. <laughs> Twilight we're have still. To that <laughs> book, aren't we? We are. I think we need a break first. <laughs> I I <laughs> most definitely need a break. We're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna read chapter by chapter Twilight, Midnight Sun, and Life. No, and Death. <laughs> I refuse to ever read Midnight Sun again. I am absolutely never not. putting myself through that again. Ever. I'm sorry. How will you know what Edwina is thinking? I do not care. <laughs> Edwina. Edwina and Bello. <laughs> yeah. Women can be just as emotionally manipulative and abusive as men can. I don't uh-huh. care. I'm not reading oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah, but how will you remember exactly I how much? I don't care, Sophie. <laughs> okay, wait. What if she, like, gender swapped but also role swapped? So no. the, like human man was the super creepy manipulative one to the like very powerful hundred year old vampire one. the very powerful that would be like, worse I would super be more mad. innocent i would be oh my god mad in that situation like infuriating even more edward yeah. <laughs> no, oh. no edwina edwina edwina, <laughs> edwina. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about that. That would enrage me. Like, so much It would be so more. terrible. You have this fucking, like, 100-year-old vampire, powerful, whatever woman, and then you've got this stupid doofus 17-year-old boy thinking he knows more and is trying to, like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, like, mad just thinking about it. I can't. Hey, uh, remember Ruin and Rising? <laughs> I don't want to, Hannah. I, I don't want I to. Erased it Why would you mind. bring uh, that back up in my mind? I was looking at my Goodreads stats earlier, and I have rated three books two stars so far this year, and two of them were Ruin and Rising and Midnight Sun. <laughs> well, yep, that checks. That checks. Can we go a single Terrible. episode without talking about Shadow and Bone? No. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. If we so. keep talking about it, we're going to have to do it as our next book. Oh, God. Book. Oh, God. Okay, I'll stop. Stop talking. The thing is about that book is that we should have read it as teenagers, but didn't. And first time read it as an adult. I feel like teenage me would have enjoyed those books. I feel like adult me did not. Yeah. Like if I read them when I was 15 or younger, I think I would have enjoyed them. Yeah. But as an adult, I'm like, these are terrible. (laughs) Yeah. You know what's worse? Anyway. What? Midnight Sun. Yeah. Yes. Easily. As has happened in pretty much every chapter. There were two sentences that I just, I liked that made me laugh. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. Night Sun. Yeah. Which ones? When Bella is being like, was Charlie in on this to get her to go to prom? And Edward thinks, yes, the entire town of Forks and probably most of the county <laughs> was in on the secret of prom being held tonight. <laughs> they'd They'd even put up top secret posters I, and banners uh, all over the school that was a funny line <laughs> and i was uh-huh. like that oh, was good if i wasn't so mad at edward i would have liked that more yeah <laughs> yep. same it was still yeah. pretty funny though it's like yeah mm-hmm. how bella how did you not know oh that today was prom <laughs> i don't know how she missed that yeah first of all it's all anyone was talking about mm-hmm. yeah it's so important also, like, Edward explicitly doesn't seem like he was trying to keep it a secret. Yeah. It right? didn't. I never got that impression. He was being pretty obvious about it. I guess he just never thought that Bella's mind would be... Because how could <laughs> Bella possibly think she's being turned into a vampire by looking all pretty and nice? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm convinced that in between the parts where we see them talk in the books they don't talk i think they just stare at each other (laughs) yeah Yeah. because it's the only thing that makes sense (laughs) yeah it's been like months bella hasn't made comments being like man i'm so glad i'm not going to prom Uh because i don't want to go it seems like such a waste of time (laughs) Uh uh-huh like alice hasn't brought it up yeah, like Alice didn't foresee <laughs> that Bella was going to hate it. Yeah, right? Or just like get excited and try to like talk Bella into it by like hyping up the idea of prom for weeks beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Because Alice seems pretty into prom. Yeah. Well, we know that this line made me so mad. Uh-oh. We know that Bella doesn't think about the same things that Edward does. She especially doesn't think about the same permanent things that Edward does. Things like pain. Pain that didn't have to end. Which is oh where God. I had to put the book down because what the actual f- What the actual f- You know what I want to do? So- I want to go through all of like Edward's melodramatic lines like that and just like make a song. Because I feel like we would <laughs> oh my have God, do it. a 2010s like emo sad song. It'd be a sad yes. bop. And it's yes. just Edward being melodramatic. It's just there's no way... Other than, like, Edward is actively sabotaging himself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a thing that happens. Like, yeah. if you're in a bad mental place and you think things are going too well, so you start to actively sabotage things because yep. of whatever, like, reasons yep. your mm-hmm. brain has for it. Mm-hmm. That's what Edward's doing. He can't believe that he should be happy, so he's making sure he's not yep (laughs) yeah there's a part where he's like i kept getting pulled in by the feeling of rightness and i had to remind myself that was a lie and it's like it's not a lie yeah you could just enjoy it you could just enjoy it he's basing it off the fact that rosalie is angry that her humanity was stolen from her and he doesn't want that for bella so instead he's just like i'm just not gonna tell bella that's an option and we're gonna run away so that Mm -hmm. she never knows Mm-hmm. as opposed to just like talking it out with her and being like maybe we should wait until you're like 25 <laughs> mm-hmm. or even considering that of their family of seven one of them is really angry about being a vampire the other six i guess five because edward not so much but like the other five seem pretty chill with it that's yeah. a pretty good ratio yeah. like emmett 
was essentially turned into a vampire because Rosalie loved him so much. Yeah. And he was totally chill with it. Yeah. She was just like, I am in love with this human that I have just now seen being killed by a bear. And he woke up as a vampire and was like, chill. <laughs> I it's love so it. so Emmett, though. It is so Emmett. Yeah. yeah. I do like the mention of the fact that Emmett really likes Bella because she has strange human reactions to things. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like the idea of them just like hanging out and Emmett like I don't know buying her like the weirdest snacks he can find at a convenience store and being like (laughs) describe this to me (laughs) tell me what it's like what does this taste like in my head Emmett was like Emmett's the youngest right of the vampires turned the most recently the way yeah the way the story was told it was like he was hiking and got attacked by a bear and then they found him and turned him into a vampire and for in my head that meant like the 70s like right i was like that that feels like it wouldn't be way long ago but then i looked it up and it's like oh yeah he was turned into a vampire in 1930 or whatever oh that's still a long time ago it is still a long time ago i guess people went hiking in 1930 it just feels weird to me (laughs) how do you how do you hike without a windbreaker (laughs) Yeah, like, was he just in, like, full 1930s attire? I can only imagine, like, flappers and the people with them. So yeah. I'm like, is uh-huh. he in, like, a suit? <laughs> yeah, wearing a hat, 100%. With, like, that, those tiny round glasses <laughs> with yes. the chain off of the side. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Dapper. And a big handlebar mustache. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. Is what I assume. Yeah. You couldn't possibly God, imagine have if, any other way. Imagine <laughs> if one of the vampires had had like really unfortunate facial hair. Uh-huh. Oh. Or like was turned in the 80s and just had <laughs> yeah. 80s hair. Oh. They, like imagine Rosalie, but with like Farrah Fawcett hair. Just like <laughs> big and poofy. Oh my God. Edward, but with a mullet. <laughs> yeah. Like oh she God, got a perm the week before. Oh, oh no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I guess, like, you could just shave it all off. Could you? Yeah, that would be your only choice at that point. With Yeah, uh, with diamond cutters. Yeah, but if they had, like, <laughs> facial hair. <laughs> oh, what do you do you then? Um, well, you can get, like, diamond-encrusted razors, I'm pretty sure. You use your diamond strong fingernails to scrape off all your facial <laughs> to hair. Pluck, to pluck each hair out. <laughs> I mean, they got a lot of time. They don't sleep. Yeah. They're in- Invincible? No. In- inevitable is... What's the word? Mm-hmm. Yep. Immortal. Those. Jesus oh, immortal. Christ. I was like, what word are you looking for? Uh, no, I'm just My imagining. Immortal. Nope. <laughs> Still a better book than Twilight. Uh, no. <laughs> Have you read My Immortal? It's amazing. No. Wait, I thought we were talking about the Evanescence song. <laughs> That's what it's named after. <laughs> I did read the twilight fan fiction that was trying to be my immortal and it was called oh. for biden fruit the temptation of edward cullen oh. for biden for yep. biden fruit the temptation of edward cullen i love it for biden it was really good my roommates and i spent an evening reading all of my immortal aloud <laughs> in university and we were having such a good time that we hung a poster board on the wall and wrote down all of our favorite quotes oh my god <laughs> it was so by the time you get to whatever chapter like 15 it's oh. obvious that someone was writing this as a joke 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But That's what I've God, heard. it was good. <laughs> 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 it was so amazing. Okay. <laughs> Chill. Are we do we have anything else to say about these chapters? Uh not really. I feel like I need something like poignant to sum up these books. But really all I have is that Edward sucks. That's yeah. My I thought, I thought as you well. said pointy and maybe you need the one stiletto heel that Bella was wearing <laughs> oh my with God. a walking cast. Who True. put somebody in a walking yeah. cast oh in a God. fucking stiletto? Who does that? One heel and one not heel? She's yeah. just gonna be lopsided anyway. Who fing does that? Give the girl a ballet flat. Like honestly. Seriously. She has one broken leg. Give her a running shoe. <laughs> Oh my god, I will never Maybe even like that. a wedge <laughs> at the very least. If she has yeah. to be wearing a heel, maybe a wedge heel or like a kitten like, heel. Not a stiletto with no shoe. It's just like a satin strap with a heel on it from what it yeah. sounds like. Also, like you're taking her to prom and you know she has a broken leg. Like maybe you should have gotten her a floor length dress to hide yeah. the walking cast. Yeah. Like maybe if you were thoughtful. Yeah, Alice. Oh, Alice. Neither of them are. Neither of them. They're both uh, the worst. They're both obsessed with what they want to get out of this prom, not what Bella wants. Classic yeah. narcissism. Listen, I, Alice, I like you, but you're on thin ice. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like she at least is self-aware and doesn't care. She's like, yeah. yeah, I'm doing this because I want to give Bella a makeover. And it's like, okay, I mean, at least you're upfront about it. Yeah. Unlike someone I could mention. <sighs> Who just wants his own memory of prom. So when he's like, I had to leave her behind. But at least we had a one good prom night. And it's like, shut the hell up, Edward. Yeah. <laughs> so he could have like a memory of her having prom. Like, oh, shut up. At the end when she brings up like oh i thought i was gonna get turned into a vampire he's like i couldn't believe the perfect evening was being ruined with this thought and it's like i'm gonna strangle you (laughs) i'm gonna figure out how to strangle a vampire (laughs) i'm gonna strangle you anyway that's probably all we have to say about these chapters edward cullen Cullen. so what do you guys think is gonna happen in the next book Normally oh. talk about what's the next chapter of Twilight. So what, what do you think is going to happen in the next book of Twilight? Uh, I think Jacob is going to turn into a werewolf. Whoa. What makes you say that? Because, <laughs> uh... you know, it was like foreshadowed at mm-hmm. the end of Midnight Sun and like earlier in Midnight Sun that like for some reason Jacob thinks Bella smells really bad when she's been hanging out with Edward. And I think mm-hmm. that that might be because he's a werewolf. And like maybe vampires smell that when it was very subtly foreshadowed when Bella had a so dream subtle. about Jacob turning into a wolf. <laughs> yeah, and when Jacob said that his ancestors could turn into wolves, I think all of that like very subtle foreshadowing is going to mean that Jacob is going to become a werewolf in New Moon. Wow, you really read between the lines there. Yeah, yeah, it's really. kind of a, a a deep pull, but I feel yeah. pretty confident. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Sam? Um, I am pretty certain that this love story is going to have some tragic end because Edward's definitely going to leave Bella. Like there's, <laughs> whoa, oh, I, you don't, think? I, I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's... going to leave. I just, I, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to stick by his words, but like, I feel like mm-hmm. he's going to like tell Bella that he leaves and then like continues to like watch her and then Ooh. like, 
you know, be all creepy that would be stalkerish. like a yeah, that would be like a really creepy stalker thing to do, though. It would be super creepy if it super be... out of character for him. Yeah, it would be so out of character and like really ruin the dynamic love story. But um, <laughs> I think I think he's still gonna like keep a really close eye on her, and then she's gonna like do something that's gonna freaking mm. upset him, and he's gonna mm. go all melodramatic and pull some shit, and that's gonna be like the main um antagonist point of the plot it's gonna be just Whoa. like this shit that edward's like i can't live anymore because bella did this and that dang. doesn't sound like him really yeah i mean i don't well, know i'm yeah, sure only one I of guess. you can be true so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, i guess we'll find out i guess we'll, I find, guess out. we'll find out i think bella gets therapy and gets if edward theoretically would leave um, I think she gets therapy and is fine with it. Wait, but then what's book three and four about? Nah, she finds some new guy. <laughs> I mean, fair. Some guy who's uh, Frankenstein. A fairy. <laughs> a fairy. fairy. Oh, oh, we're going to Sarah J. Mass territory. Yeah, now. we're going oh, to pretty The first love <laughs> yeah. interest is never the only love interest, which I support. Mm. Turns out the first six or however many boys asked her out yeah. are not the right love interest. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of throne of glass. True. Yeah. Hmm. There we go. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> can't wait to see. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I can wait I, a very absolutely. long time. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But th- maybe let's talk about what other books we're reading. <laughs> I just finished the second Saint of Steel series book, is what I meant to say. So I finished Paladin Strength. And it was very good. And talking about a callback to an earlier episode, I think in our first episode, we talked about tropes we really like. And one of the ones I mentioned was a Beauty and the Beast trope. Mm -hmm. Uh And we asked, I think Sam asked, have you ever seen it happen the other way? Where like the female character was the beast and like the male character was the quote unquote beauty. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think this book has it. Oh. Oh. And it was really great. And I liked it a lot. That's cool. Yeah. That is really cool. I obviously I've been obsessed with T Kingfisher lately. Yeah. And <laughs> as of this point, I've read all of her books and wow. I'm wow. Very sad about it. Aww. Yeah, now you got to wait. Now I have to find something else to wait for. Aww. <laughs> That's what I read. I'm reading this is I don't like the book so far. I'm reading The Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. It's oh, yeah. the same oh. author that wrote The Martian and I'll just say, as of right now, I can't stand the main character, who's a dude, who's a scientist. And the way that this guy just writes this man is like, yeah, like, that's totally cool, man. Like, yeah, science. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the audiobook makes it ten times worse. Oh, I bet. Yeah, and so besides that, I'll probably also be starting Fable soon by Adrian Young because that is our Midnight Book Club book of the month for July. Yeah. Or I might have already read it at this point. <laughs> it's really hard to say. <laughs> Listen, it's field season. We're recording very far in advance. Who knows when yeah. this is going to come out or what we'll yeah. have read by then. It's Despite very true. or perhaps because of the pandemic, <laughs> our summers are all a little wild. Just a yep. little wild. <laughs> well, speaking of the Midlight Book Club, I am carrying on with a couple of 
series that we started for the book club. So I am listening to Flamefall by Rosaria Munda. Yes, I loved it. Yes, yes. it's really good so far. Um, it's the sequel to Fireborn, which we read in February. And then in paper, I'm reading Our Dark Duet by Victoria Schwab, which is the sequel to our June Midlight Book Club book, which was The Savage Song by Victoria Schwab. I'm only a couple chapters into that one. I meant to read more last night, but then I took Benadryl for the first time and was <laughs> totally non-functional. Yep. <laughs> so I didn't actually read any more of it last night. Benadryl <laughs> will do that to you. Oh man, I have never felt like that before. <laughs> it's quite an experience. Dang. But yeah, if it's July, we're going to be reading Fable. Because pirates. Yeah. Pirates. pirates. Yes. And that was Sam's choice because July is Sam month. Happy birthday, Sam. <laughs> happy almost birthday, Sam. Thanks. Everybody go to social media and say happy birthday, Sam. Make sure you hashtag team dry. Team wet. <laughs> team dry. Happy birthday. Team dry. Team wet. Happy birthday. <laughs> if you liked this final Twilight slash Midnight Sun chapter of Midnight Christ, Midnight, Midnight, mm-hmm. who says Whoa. that? Consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. You can talk to us, find fun-related content, wish Sam a happy birthday, and show your support for Team Dry on social Team media. Team what? <laughs> we are at Midlight Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and all chapters of the show thus far are available on our website, midlightpod.podbean.com, and on YouTube. Yeah, and just to be clear, the podcast is not ending with the no. end of <laughs> Midnight Sun and Twilight. Mm. Got some, like, wrap-up content where we can recap all of our favorite parts of the books None of them. in various ways. And then we're going to be moving on to something else. So stay tuned. It'll yeah, it's going to be good. So good. And for your final Edward's thoughts from Midnight Sun. Perhaps she hoped we could forget this episode as though it had merely been one bad chapter rather than foreshadowing to the only possible conclusion. The end. Guys, we did it. We did it! Wow! We read all of Twilight Midnight Sun. Who'd have thunk it? I'm gonna go take a shot now. (laughs) Take a shot for every time you hated Edward. Nope. You're gonna die. Don't do that. We're dead. I hope this podcast doesn't make me hate the next book as much as it made me hate <laughs> yeah, Twilight. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Surely it can't. Surely not. There isn't an abusive relationship in it? Uh, uh, I think there's a pretty questionable one. Oh, oh no. God. Age gaps. No. Oh. I don't remember anything about this book. <laughs> I never read this book. I loved oh. this book and I am so excited. <laughs> I also loved it, but I d- certainly don't remember any of it. <laughs> it's going to be great. We're all going to have a great time. It's definitely not going to be horrifying. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs>